We need to figure out if any of this Betty Davis hullabaloo is on the square. Well, well, welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler. And God is enough and is providing exactly the pod we need. Amy Christie's here to talk about being content with our lives and our finances. But before we talk about last week's sermon... Now that they've spent the rest of their days in prosperity and years in contentment, let's welcome in our favorite co-hosts putting their money where their mouth is, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. Good day. Good day. Barry's back. I'm back. Woo-hoo. Hey. And uh, Amy Christie's here. Hi. Yay. <laughs> welcome back. Wait, I have a question. What? Have you recorded the pod the last couple of weeks without Barry? Barry? Yeah. Barry wasn't here last week. Oh. Or the week before, the week, right? Before you oh. did, you just did the special pod. Oh yeah, we right, did a special right. pod oh, okay. with Tim. I just wondered why you didn't have a a fill in co host. You were busy. Like, <laughs> was I really? Hmm, I don't remember being asked. It's okay. uh, I'm not hurt. Well, actually, last week was great. Tim was here. It was just me and Marin. <laughs> it was great. Great. Uh, Barry, yo, long time. No see. I know it's been a long time. Where have you been? Oh, guys, so much has happened. Uh, we moved into our house. You're a grown-up boy. I am a grown-up boy. <laughs> I am now officially a grown-up boy. I used to joke that <laughs> you only were a true adult once you owned a washer and dryer. Yes, you I've did heard it. you say this. And we moved into the house and found out that they took the washer and dryer with them when they left. So we had to buy our own. Oh, so now, wow. I am a grown-up boy. and Wait, I have, so you have one now? We bought one. Yeah, okay. we bought a... That was not, a, not an expected purchase. Front-loading? It's a top-loading washer, front-loading dryer. Whoa. Are they yeah. stackable? N- no. I mean, I, sp- I suppose any- anything is stackable <laughs> well, yeah. if you put your mind to it. But <laughs> it'd be very no. difficult. No. Yeah. So, yeah. A so stool to we, get to the washer. We have this house. We have a farm. We're having is a Is it blast. everything you've ever dreamed? It actually is. Both of us keep walking around with these huge smiles on our face. Like, we're just really, really happy. It's, it's, Do you forget you- where you're going, like, when you're driving home or anything? No, I... I've made the Go transition the pretty smoothly. No, I don't. My phone keeps telling me like 15 minutes oh, to yeah. seven, six. I'm like, oh, nope, yeah. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Phone. But you haven't even been in the house. No. For the entire time that you've officially no, we, owned the house. We moved and we had like four or five days and then we got in a plane went to Florida for a family vacation that we had been scheduling. We had scheduled for like six months. So who knew that we were going to be moving wow. right then? So we got as much done as we could and we came back and kept working and we still have a ton of unpacking to do. So how long have do, you been back from Florida? Like three days. Okay. Something like that. So. <laughs> right. So it's all very new. It's all, it's You've all been in new. It's this big like whirlwind. a total of yeah. seven days. Yeah. So <laughs> I know Barry's fully embraced it because the other day, uh, my wife was texting Olivia and she's like trying to make plans to come over or something. And, um, Olivia said, hang on, I need to check with Barry. He's out in the field recording a video. <laughs> Yes. Like, oh, he's he's settled in. Okay, well, yeah. plus, he's yeah. he's fully embraced it. The That's, overalls are a giveaway. Now well, I'm yeah. just gonna wear overalls. I've got everywhere. the overalls. I've got my <laughs> right. I've got my mud boots. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So wait, is there anything that's surprising? Anything that you were like, oh, Amy, just slam down whatever you I'm need. Okay. <laughs> it's my tea. I didn't think it was gonna clunk. <laughs> is there anything that? Since you've moved in, you're like, man, I wasn't expecting that, but this is way better than what I thought it would be. The shower is great. (laughs) Like little things that I never would have even looked for, but I've just like really enjoyed the shower. Uh, There are, it's just such a weird kind of funky house, but the way that 
that Olivia, she's kind of taken point on the interior decorating because mm-hmm. that's yeah. something she loves and I don't generally care. Uh, but she's done such a good job. I'm like, I actually, this is a place I want to spend my time. Yes. Which is exactly is awesome. what you want for a house. Yeah. Yes. Are we keeping the horse uh, backsplash? <laughs> There's a lot of horse decor. A whole like, lot. Built oh, into the house, yeah. like horse tile. And uh, I, are you kidding me? The the, the <laughs> kitchen backsplash yeah. is an image of like a stallion, yeah. like running. A bunch of them. Yeah. Or, no, that's the one over the bathtub in the master bath. <laughs> Oh, that's why. That's why you love your shower because you can probably see those horses. Out those stallions. Uh, Milo's gonna love it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no, we're gonna probably find a way. Someone said. Well, your wife said that there's a paint you can use to paint over tile or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure yeah. it out. So, well, in our first house, we had like 3D fruit tile. <laughs> So you, you, can't you couldn't paint just that. paint over right. it. It was without like raised. It. It, yeah, yeah, it was 3D. So it was like sticking out of the wall like a pineapple or grapes or something. And so we did paint over it, but it was, then it was just like white fruit. It was still white. Yeah. yeah the fruit still existed. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's great. And we've got so much space now. We coming from this apartment. We just are blown away. Everything is just good. They, <laughs> they so there's us, been no like disappointments or have there? Uh, not, I'm not really the fridge that they left us is not totally working all the time but it's we seem to have gotten it working and it's a way nicer fridge than we probably would have gotten it just doesn't always work do so, you have a when it doesn't work how is it, it not working so like it suddenly wouldn't cool, the, it wouldn't cool down until i i looked up a way to like reset it and then it cooled down and she said the previous owner told me that it happens regularly but we don't eat meat so we don't have as much of a, a worry of like worry getting rancid yeah <laughs> Right. food or whatever <laughs> so no honestly it's been great the the one thing that's just still a little overwhelming is even though the owners i mean they had to come and get stuff mm. out of the old barn and stuff for like a week after they supposedly were supposed to be out they had no idea it was going to be such a yeah. chore and even so i told him look if there's anything useful please leave it i'll, I'll like useful tools things that work i'll i'll find a use for him and so he took me up on it and left some stuff but what he left me were these antique tools from like the 40s and 50s which are very cool but like it's useful there's like a circular saw that i plugged in and works but it weighs like 50 pounds and it's like like made of like it's like a foot pedal to make (laughs) it go (laughs) yeah and like there's this old vice that works but it's like totally covered in oil and nasty so i'm gonna like restore it i'm excited but yeah was that the machine you fired up in your now famous youtube video <laughs> no which i'll talk about in a second that is an air compressor which ah. now they make them and they're the size of like a lunchbox but back then they're the size of a car <laughs> so i've got this massive air compressor i don't know it's just fun little random yeah. stuff so have you started on any major projects i right now i'm working on getting my sort of wood shop up and running so that i can create a dining room table and subsequently I will be also making uh, a compost three bin compost system where I can start my composting which I'm Whoa. very excited about so it's all when great will you be building your game table I could probably put that off for another couple of years <laughs> how dare you but yeah you and your games and, and the outside of the house is going to need a lot of work it's not in great shape. So we're going to have to paint it and probably do a lot more like new trim and all yeah. that. But that's like the next big project. And then we're going to remodel a bathroom and then we're, it's just going to, for Keep the rest going. of time, it'll yeah. just, there'll always be something. All of the days. Kind of feels like an episode of Green Acres. Has anybody ever watched <laughs> so that So many show? people have like, mentioned that. Timely yeah. reference. No, but I, 
I know it's not <laughs> relevant at all. But I was thinking about that show the other day, and it Speaking totally directly ends. To like, their house was, like, constantly... Like, it was frustrating sometimes to watch the show, because yeah. their house was constantly yeah. in repair. Right. Like, it was never... And yours will be finished someday. But yeah, maybe. It, but right maybe. now, it reminds We're, me of... What I've makers. discovered is that the... The people who built the second, like there was, it used to be this little tiny, like rectangular ranch. And then they built on this big extra garage and expanded the kitchen and added this other, but I'm, I've now come to the realization that the construction on that was probably by like somebody's cousin. It was not, (laughs) it's not like stellar, like some weird, like, oh, the floor kind of goes up here and (laughs) things like that. So whatever, it's fun. What, uh, last we left you or last you left us, uh, there was a goat on the property. There was a goat. And what's, what's the update? What's uh, happening? So we called in a bunch of squirrel noises. Yeah, me too. But we called in a bunch of help from whoever would show up and it was a real motley crew. It was really fun. A group of people showed up and we all brought like big fences and like cardboard boxes to try to pin her in cardboard boxes like big unfolded cardboard boxes because she wouldn't jump <laughs> oh, no. she like wouldn't shields. run at yeah like giant to make them look like a wall mm-hmm. trying to get her and we got so close but she i even got my hands on her at one point but she slipped through my grasp and digits escaped and oh, unfortunately now she considers our property hostile territory because Aww. of all those people so she hasn't been back Aww. so i've been praying that she'll Wherever she ends up, that she'll be safe and, and healthy, but I'm still also hoping that she does make her way back someday because mm-hmm. we do have plenty of food for her and a great life for her if she wants it. Is it just sitting out so she can come get it? Yep. Yep. But can she hasn't touched it. Digits, if you're listening. Digits, if you're listening. If you're listening, please come back. I don't back. know. It's not the... Who knows? It's not That's an a ideal great, situation There's plenty of digits. green things to eat, but... Right. Whether she gets the medical care she needs is another question. So yeah. that's a bit of a bummer. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. The reason that 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 I'm really hoping she comes back is because we mentioned it in the video, the farm mm. tour video. Mm. That Most we, importantly. What? The, I hope she comes back most importantly for the video. Yeah, because <laughs> we've, got, we've got people now who are, who are Counting on it. hoping to see digits come back. So the video, I got to talk about this because I'm really excited about it. But I launched a YouTube channel finally. Uh, which I've been hoping to do for a while. Ta-da! Ta-da! Which started off with a farm tour uh, by me and Olivia walking around and showing everybody our stuff. And it's she, it's mainly just Liv being hilarious, <laughs> which yeah. is great. Sponsored by so, singlefarmers.com. Singlefarmers.com, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we had a great time. So if you're interested in doing that, I also, uh, you can you can like look it up. I don't know how to find it because I don't have enough subscribers to get like an a URL to send people to. So just Google like Barry Rodriguez farm tour. Maybe <laughs> oh, no. you'll find it. I don't know. Um, just go to your social media accounts. It's or, all yeah, over just the place. Look, look, your yeah. Facebook. Facebook great, great Instagram. Plug. Hey, I'm, it's all for <laughs> yeah. the, for the greater good. Cause like I'm trying to, trying to be the kind of pastor that's ready for Gen yeah. Z. And, and no, I can just I mean tell like, you my Gen Z jumped on it with the quickness. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, this is the cutest video ever. My little girl does. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love good. that video. I tried to watch it. It kept buffering. So I got to go. <laughs> I have to go back and try again. Like Amy, it kept yeah. stopping in the, isn't you got to get faster internet. That that's the, the key. correct word. Yes, it is. Okay. Why were you saying Amy? Like I said something wrong. Anyway, it wouldn't let it would you'd say like five things and then it would be like oh, that's awesome. around. Yeah. Where were you? You gotta fix your Wi Fi. It was at home. It was no, it's not my Wi Fi at home. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I also put up I also put up a video of like a deeper dive on Psalm one oh four. this is the kind of thing where I'm like Yeah, this is when you whole, were out in the field. Yeah, yeah, out in the field. And I'm like, 
the whole time I'm like, there's not a soul on earth that would be interested in this, but whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. Cause I'm interested in it. So yeah. did you have a pitchfork? I should, I do it? have yeah. one now. I bought, I literally bought one cause it's a useful tool. Yes, it there's is. There's like, yeah, I, there's so many parallels now here between like the pastor and the pasture and like mm. the leader of the flock, but you're actually a farmer yeah. and soon you will have a, like a flock. A flock. Yeah. Guys get ready for the best like flock pastoral <laughs> sermon metaphors. You got, oh my yes. goodness. You got a lot. Like, Let me tell you about sheep. <laughs> sheep and goats. That's right. Marin. Yo. You're wearing sports. What's <laughs> what's happening? I am what's wearing going on? sports. We had a staff meeting today uh, where we were encouraged. Um, maybe I was the only one that got this email <laughs> to wear sports today. Amy, yeah, you got to wear Tyler, sports. So sorry. Tailgate. We had a staff tailgate inside. I own no sports <laughs> yeah. gear of any kind. You could have borrowed something. What's, go- what's, what's new with you? What's going on? Um, everything, everything's going on. I did get to go home this weekend, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend I tried to like sum it up. I, it was all about either caring for the women in my life oh, yeah, you saw or your grandma. honoring the women in mm-hmm. my life or some sort of combination of both. So it, it was crazy. Friday, I drove out to Chicago land with my friend, Jackie, Jackie sings for the oh, North yes, City yeah. campus. So Jackie and I, <laughs> oh, no. normally when I drive my to Chicago, best friend was her face. Bleh, normally when I drive to Chicago, I'm alone. So it was so yeah. nice to like have somebody with me this time. And I dropped her off, um, not too far from where my parents live, but that was so fun. Just having friend time. Um, and then made it to closer to the border of Iowa's where my grandma's house is now this is the grandma that lives with my parents full-time her house is empty yeah. now um oh grandma i hope i hope grandma's not listening right now um Why? but we're going through the process of like having to sell her home and empty oh, yeah, things yeah. and yeah. um so that kept us does there. she not know i'm not sure how much she she can know just because uh, of her diminished capacity yeah um but anyway so it's just all part of this season of life, like everything is raining down yeah. at once. Kind of like I talked about last week when Tim was on. Um, but my mom was Amy, able to there. be there. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> mom oh, no. was able invited. to join us and she was, she had a really good day. So awesome. from a couple weeks ago when she was in the ER yeah. to now this last Friday, you know, she just was able to be there for hours with me and my sister mm. Felicia drove in um, from Elkhart, Indiana with her infant. And we stayed there till three in the morning. Oh my just word. with the infant, with the infant, the infant was good. walking around. No, come on! <laughs> <I'm not kidding. laughs> At three a.m., she just kept getting like a second wind, a third wind, a fourth wind, and we just kept going. We didn't get home until probably four thirty in the morning Friday, and that's five thirty oh Indianapolis time if wow. you're keeping track. And then the next day was uh, grandma, other grandma, 94th birthday celebration. We went to a fancy seafood restaurant, one that grandma loves, and it was wonderful. Um, a lot of the listeners know um, my aunt had had a brain hemorrhage mm-hmm. the week of Christmas. Yep. She was able to join us out to lunch. Wow. And this was her first outing since she had her accident in December. Great. Wow. So we busted her out of the... <laughs> nursing home and she had a really good time. Grandma had a great birthday. My sisters were there. One flew in from California. One drove in from Ohio. Wow. So it was just like, was this planned or was it just kind of spur of the moment in my life? Boom. You haven't talked about this at all. Was Was this this like spur of the moment or had you planned it for a while? 
Um, I knew about it. I knew that we always reserve the weekend surrounding my grandma's birthday is the 13th. Oh, okay. So we always set that weekend aside to do something for grandma, but there was so much up in the air with my aunt's health. Not sure. My aunt is the one who usually plan these parties. Right. Yeah. And so with the party planner being out of commission, not, yeah. not really sure what we were going to do, but, uh, turns out, I think my uncle took the lead on this one and it was probably my favorite grandma's birthday gathering to date. Like wow. a lot, a lot of times they're like better than roaring twenties. The roaring twenties was pretty good, <laughs> but the roaring twenties one had like a performer yeah. and speeches. A lot of times I get put on the spot and I'm asked to sing something <laughs> like this was just so casual. Mm-hmm. Everyone was relaxed. Yeah. It was so joyful because my aunt was able to be there. It just was wonderful. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. I, I don't even think I drove home. I think I floated all the That's way home. So fun. That's it was awesome. really good. And Jackie was there for the whole thing, huh? No, 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 no. no. Did you listen? What? Yeah, he doesn't. Okay. What? He doesn't listen. She said she dropped Jackie <laughs> off. Oh, you dropped Jackie mm-hmm. off. All right. Yeah, I'll that cut was that part. early on in the story. <laughs> Amy. What? What's new with you? Oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't want to know what's new with you. What okay. I want to know is because I don't know if you're going to com- come back between now and the show. I want to hear all about the show. What's going on? Oh, well, that's something that's in my life, too. Is it yeah. new with you? Um, yeah, kind of. We're doing that's, a show. Yeah, we're doing a show. You can't take it with you. It's a fun comedy about this crazy family um, set in 1936. So it's kind of actually, it doesn't sound like it would be relevant today, but it is because a lot of the unrest that was happening in 1936 is very similar to worldwide and in our country some of the unrest that we're dealing with and it's about this crazy family it's three generations that live under one roof and um the grandpa's kind of the head the patriarch of the of the family and um they just kind of take life as it comes and love each other well and love strangers well and are very accepting and welcoming and loving into their home they bring all sorts of crazy characters into their home that um, some people come and go and some people show up and stay for eight years. You just never know what's going to happen. Are in their you house. in it? No, I'm directing. You're directing. It. It. Yep. When was the play written? 1930. Oh, so it was. Something. Yeah, it was written in the 30s. Did yeah. you, do you have to like edit some stuff that's just yes. not? Yep. I did a play in, yeah. <laughs> in high school. It was from the 50s. And one of my lines was, we need to figure out if any of this Betty Davis hullabaloo is on the square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, we've got to change that. That right. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, we don't have any lines in there that people wouldn't like. Part of it is is helping the cast understand the time period and like what was going on and some of the phrases and stuff like that. But there are some things that would have been okay in 1936 yeah. to say that are not necessarily okay to say today. So use my imagination. Yeah. We yeah. have to, to change and edit some of that. And some of it doesn't make sense because of the way we've cast the show, but um, it's, it's really, it's really a very endearing, funny show. And I hope that people, kind of walk away with the idea of um, money and things are not important. It's relationship and it's the people in your lives and it's the way you treat each other and certainly lessons that could be well learned in sure. the in the culture we live in today of um, and I and I hope that people see that their home is a picture of what we pray grace is for people, a place where you feel welcomed and accepted and loved right where you are. We're not expecting you to change when you walk in our doors. We want to love you where you are and help you meet Jesus and, and um, you know, 
learn and grow through through that. Change comes through through that. So um, it's really fun. So sure. you've been rehearsing for how long? We've only been rehearsing for this is we're going into week two. Two weeks were probably what six weeks from the show. Yeah, yeah. How like how is everybody doing right now? Is everybody stressed? Is everybody feel like you're nailing it? Like um, what what where, you, what phase are we in? We're in blocking phase. So I'm telling people where to move. Mm. Okay. So this is where you, and when you've got ten eight to ten people on stage at the same time, that's very tedious um, because you're like move from point A and now you need to move and we're incorporating kids. Most of the productions don't have younger kids in it. Um, but it made perfect sense that this family would have um, children in their home and that would add to the chaos. And um, so we have five kids that wanted to be a part of the production because they've been part of shows that we've done before. And so my assistant director, Amanda Armstrong, who is so creative and just an awesome person, has come up with really cool ways to incorporate the kids. So we're going to add them in tonight. So that adds another layer of, mm. but I love the intergenerational piece of a cast of all ages working together. It's it's some beautiful relationships form out of that, and it's very cool. So, how many shows are running? How many, how many are we doing? Uh, we're doing first weekend, which is the last weekend of October. I think we're doing. I think it's four and four. We're doing four. And it kicks off what the twenty fifth or something. Yeah, it's Friday night, the twenty fifth. Uh, okay, and then the following weekend. Yes, and the following weekend. And tickets go on sale. Uh, September twenty eight, twenty nine. And again, this is just like this a week is not, and a half. Yeah. Two we're, weeks. We're really close. Yeah. And we, we love to provide a fun evening for um, our, our community, our Grace community. But it's really, we're expecting that if you attend Grace, that you're inviting, you're not coming with your family. You're inviting yeah. somebody to come with you that has never been to Grace and maybe is looking for a church. Um is kind of an easy way to introduce them to who we are and how they could become a part of what we're doing. So mm-hmm. um, I, my encouragement is please don't come alone or come with people that you already know, go to grace or have yeah. a church somewhere, bring somebody that needs a church and is looking for one. Well, that's part of the reason we, uh, we try to keep ticket prices yes, low, low, yeah, They're like 10 eight, bucks or something No, for this show. It's eight. So it's even cheaper, even so, cheaper. Yep. We great. Yeah. So it's going to be, and it's going to be, be and we're partnering with safe families. Um, that's our ministry partner because um, the whole idea of bringing strangers into mm. your home is what they what they do. People and take so kids what, that are at risk. And, what happens? You come to the show and ticket prices. Like how do how do safe families get impacted? Um, we'll we will highlight them. Um, they'll probably they'll have a presence out in the lobby at intermission and before and after the show, so people can find out more information um, and and donate. When you buy tickets, you can choose to donate online. When you purchase tickets, you can choose to donate oh, gotcha, to our ministry. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so we usually one of the things is just exposure. Yeah. And for this ministry in particular, exposure is really important because they mm. need families that are willing to take kids in. Yeah. Of all ages, so hopefully they'll get some people signed up. Cool. Well, good luck. Yeah, thanks. Uh, will I be here? No. Yeah, I'll be here. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll be I don't really care. No, I'm just kidding. I do care. I hope you're here. Tyler, you're about to transition to the sermon, but we want to hear how you're doing. Oh, guys. I've entered a new phase of my life. I don't know if you can see it on my face or not, but I am in my mustache phase. Oh, well, let me see. <laughs> wow, you are. I didn't even... <laughs> Are you, you haven't noticed what? I, I just because you've got other facial hair. Don't even know what to yeah. say. Well, Did you not are you going to shave everything else off soon? Well, I keep getting shorter and shorter everywhere but the mustache and like this part. You're transitioning. The yeah. soul patch. That's why you didn't really look that different to me because you didn't <laughs> go like Super Mario Brothers on us. Well, it, okay. Is that your plan? 
my plan is to just have this mustache for no shave September. (laughs) Well, all right. So I, I cut the rest of my facial hair really short this past weekend. And my mom was like, are you, are you in a video or something? Why are you, are you, what are you doing? I'm like, I, this is what I want. I want to look like this. You've got an interesting shaped mustache. If I got yeah, my like mustache, I look, handlebars. Like, I look like Mario. Is like, that what you're going for? Like, Yeah. I, I want it to come down a little bit. Like all the way? Like like Doc Holliday. No, not all the way. Just okay. like halfway. Okay. Like Doc Holliday. That's mm-hmm. my inspiration. And eventually, like, maybe I'll twist it. From the movie it. Tombstone, oh Doc gosh, Holliday? Do yeah. Twist it. Okay. Don't do that. Don't twist it? No. You look ridiculous. Maybe you can consult... With Lolly Ramirez. Yeah, yes, he twisted. But Lolly Actually, looks great. he's another inspiration. Lolly looks great. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work so well for you. <laughs> don't Mar- say Mar- that. Yeah. What's, your, what's your quarter life crisis? Because uh, <laughs> I, I bought a farm. Tyler's yeah. got a mustache. I'm in my mustache oh, face. Mine is still on its way. <laughs> it comes uh, soon, quarter life crisis. Sorry, I guess it'd be comes a third, third life crisis. Cause, yeah, because uh, we're, we're not pretty late third. in this, in this game right now. Science is doing some cool stuff, but. Mm. So that's me, guys. How does Lauren feel about this? Well, because I think she should it have a say. It depends who's who's in her company. If it's mm. just me, she says she likes it. Mm. But everyone uh-huh. else, she's like, look at that creepy mustache. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love her. Uh, that's it. That's that what I wanted to talk it. about today. That's all you have yeah. going on with you. I'm so glad you shared. Because yeah. obviously wow. we didn't pick up on it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm sorry for the disappointment. Jeez. How long do you think this face will last? I hope forever. A while. This is it. <laughs> yeah. This is the new Tyler. It's interesting because... There are people, as soon as I walked in, there are people standing at the front desk like, oh, wow, look at that mustache. And then you guys, yeah. no idea. No, well, you I also mean, have a mic right in front of your face. Right, so. that's true. That's true. We sit across from you every week. <laughs> yeah. We also try not to look at your face yeah. very often. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the sermon. <laughs> hey. We are in our second week of a new sermon series. Actually, since Barry's been on vacation, this is your first week. Yeah. The good life. Basically. Yep. It's called the good life. Contentment. Um, We are talking about finances primarily, but the the good life as a, as a series will be a recurring thing or topic that we will revisit from time to time at Grace Church. And And it won't always be about finance. No, right, right, right. right. Uh, A couple of months. It's like a big bucket of how to, what does it mean to be a Christ follower when it, uh, when it comes to money and technology and family and yeah. Those kinds of things. It, it's kind of our way of doing a little bit more of like a life improvement topical series yeah. from what life scripture hacks. has to say. Life hacks. So last week, Tim was here. We talked about stewardship. This week, Amy's here and we're just talking about how to be financially content, right? Mm-hmm. So Amy, for anybody who may have missed it or has not seen it or heard it yet, um, can you kind of recap what your big idea for the weekend was? I'll let you check your notes real quick or yeah. text whoever you're texting. I'm not texting anyone. <laughs> I, I don't know how to use planning center. I know that's shocking. <laughs> oh. I do know how to use planning center. I was just getting confused. No, I was going to look up my notes because it does. It is helpful. It is helpful. I wish we would have had time to think about this <laughs> before we started. Um, the big idea was that God is enough <laughs> and he will, he will take care of your needs. He will take care of you. You've got to yeah. have faith that he's enough and that, and trust that he's going to take care of your needs, that he's yeah. going to provide for you and be sufficient. So that was the big idea. And, um, and I, it was definitely about finances, but I also 
it does spill over into life just in general. Contentment mm-hmm. is about yeah. more than just financial. It's where you are relationally and physically and emotionally. And um, can can you can you find that you can find true contentment? And is he enough for you? Is that yeah. is he enough? So I said it before we started this, but I was looking for sound bites. Yes, as I do. I'm very disappointed in myself. Uh, I'm an emotional person, right? Yeah. So. I couldn't find any. And I think I, it's because you you talked about it in the sermon during your message that this is like a very personal conviction or yes. a very personal uh-huh. experience for you. And I think you were pretty, I mean, I, I, serious may not be the right word, but this is a very serious topic for mm-hmm. you. And I didn't want to, I don't want to minimize it. That's all right. You by, can, yeah, it's fine. You've got plenty bites. of other yeah. sound right. bites so, to minimize sure. Can you talk sermon. a little bit about um, why it was such a personal thing for you to talk about. You said you actually chose the topic. Yeah, I did ask if I could speak. I think I'd been given something else and not that I don't think they're all equally as important. I just resonate with this one. And I think it's because um, a piece of it is is my own issues, but because of where we live, um, where my family lives and I... Do you mean like Carmel yeah, or Car- Hamilton Car- County? Hamilton just, County yeah. in general. I mean, mm. really... America. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in most, most, when you compare to what a lot of the rest of the world is dealing with all the time. Um, but we live in the land of more in Hamilton County. That That's yeah. just a reality for most and not everyone. I'm not generalizing, not everybody, but most of the families that my kids are around have a lot. Yeah. And um, it is hard for me personally to remind, remember where my contentment needs to come from. And it's really hard as a mom to navigate this world with my kids and make sure that they understand. Yeah. Just that they understand where the true contentment comes from. I think it adds to the anxiety and depression that these kids are dealing with mm. day in and day out. And I'm seeing it manifest. Just like keeping up with the yes, Joneses. Type yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. Yes, it is. Everybody has more than the next person. Mm-hmm. And that's exhausting if you feel like you've got to keep up with that financially, emotionally, physically, everything. I mean, like it just it's I think it can wear people down when they can't, especially people that they're just not wired like the the overachievers or high achievers. Not everybody is wired like that. And I think it can really push students, particularly into this place of anxiety and and depression. And I think it's adding to that. So, um, yeah. How do you give kids a, a, a worldview, help them understand that this isn't how a lot of the world lives Mm. day in and day out. How do you get them to appreciate and not want for more all the time? And so, yeah, it just resonates really deeply with me and it, and it's concerning and sad and, um, overwhelming. Mm. Mm. And it's interesting too, talking about keep, keeping up with the Joneses. I think there's almost a, a cultural trend where we are now having to keep up with ourselves. The the way that we are marketed to by things is actually that it's not even like, look, they've got something more than you do. It's like you have, you should be different than you are right now. You should be happier. You should be, right. and this yeah. product, this right. product will make you happier. Right. So it's even it's almost that you're a race against your your ideal self, which of course can never seem to really quite get there. You're always, and when you do get there, there's plenty of other ideal selves for you to become. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that this morning. I, I wear hats a lot and 
But about two years ago, I, I went through a summer of just like getting a bunch of new hats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this morning I was like, what? I don't want to wear any of these hats. I need some new ones because these are all old hats, but they're only two years old. And so right. I'm telling myself that I need something more trying to keep up with what I did a couple years ago, which is buy a whole new plethora of hats. Like a hat wardrobe. Yeah. But I don't. I don't need that. This is perfectly fine. It is. Yeah. And really, shouldn't the focus be about your mustache right now? Right. Anyway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you afraid that they would detract from... Well, I need to... Yeah, I need to feature, feature, feature the it. mustache. Yeah. These hats <laughs> frame do not... It. Yeah, these, frame it. Just these hats do not feature not working. it. working. Uh, you gave some stats... Tim did something similar last yeah. last last week. Um, you said 189 million Americans have credit card debt. Mm. You said more than half of the American popula- population is one catastrophe away from being broke. And that makes me so sad. Basically, people don't have savings. Like no. we're not ready Mm-mm. for bad especially, stuff. Especially the st- students between 18 mm. and 24. That's super concerning. Like yeah. And I did. In, in case you missed it last week, I, I'm going to repeat some of the stats I did about just our own backyard. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I did a ten, I did a search ten mile radius around Grace Church's 146th Street campus, uh, just for like financial research. And over 47,000 people are in debt of seventy thousand, seventy five thousand dollars or more. Forty seven thousand people in a ten mile radius yeah. of Grace Church. Uh, 17,000 households, more than 17,000 households have declared bankruptcy at one point or another. I'm actually kind of surprised that's not higher. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm mm. a little surprised. Over 30,000 people in a 10 mile radius, uh, qualify for Medicaid or likely have no medical insurance. And almost 42,000 people in a 10 mile radius of Grace Church have a net worth of $0 or mm. less. That's just here. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, of course we're not content. Nobody's, nobody, why would you be content? Like why, just if, given what we just talked about, that mm-hmm. uh, we live in a society that says we need to keep up with ourselves right. and more. Like if I have a net worth of $0 and I think I need more right. to be happy, that's, of course I'm not going to be content. Right. Um, and you said something else that was really interesting at the beginning of your sermon, um, that when you are not, healthy financially or you are not in a good place or you you don't have contentment financially that kind of infests the rest of the areas of our lives yeah um can you talk a little bit about that and wait well i just i wanted i wanted our congregation to understand that this is this there's no like hidden agenda with this sermon series like it's not about it is not about giving to grace church or any organization we we want you to be healthy financially because it's really important for you and your family. It's really important for you and anybody in your life that you care about because when you are stressed out all the time, there's no way that that's not going to filter into your... That's why topics that couples argue about money is like number one on most things and number two on the ones that it's not number one on. Yeah. So there's no way that that's not adding to our divorce rate, that it's not adding to turmoil in the home and stress. And so, yeah. And I do believe when you are stressed out to that point, it can have physical ramifications on you as well. Like I, so I think, yeah. Yeah. For the past year, well, less than a year, we've been going around here saying you were made for more. Right. And how could you possibly believe that if you have a, you know, if you're not healthy financially, if I like everybody, there's a part of everybody that has to, for better, for worse, 
include finances in like your mm-hmm. your life. You just have to think about it. And if I don't feel like I'm in a good place financially, you were made for more kind of falls flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we don't just want you to be healthy financially because we care about your finances. That's not it's why we I'll care about that. We want, we want you to be a healthy person. We believe that God has more for you. Right. Unfortunately or fortunately, depending on where you are, like that includes your finances. Right. And so it's all holistic. It's all a holistic yes. approach. It's all part of what we're calling these series of, of sermons, the good life. Right. The, I think it's Proverbs 22 says the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. And so it's about freedom. The good life is not being slave to the situation you're in financially. The good life is about having an element of freedom. Um, and God wants you to have that freedom. Right. And so yeah. it's, that's the good life. Who wouldn't want that? Right. And, and you, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and, if, and when you take all four of these these weekends that we're talking about the different aspects of, of healthy finances, when you put them all together and actually consider what your life would be like, not just to not have debt, but to actually have enough margin that you were actually able to spontaneously give to other people. When you see a need, when you have Mm. surplus that you were able to be generous and it doesn't come out of a place of like, Oh, fine. I'll give you It's like, Oh yeah, no, we've got plenty of money to give you here. Take like that, that kind of a place if you don't have that, it seems almost impossible to imagine yourself having it, but it actually is possible. Right. Mm. And that's why we're doing this whole series. It's it's about a whole lifestyle right. that yeah. changes. Yeah. And if you are in that place, because there, that's the other thing when you're speaking on a topic like this, you're talking to everybody mm. in so many different socioeconomic classes or, right. you know, um, classes. And if you are in that place and you're not giving mm-hmm. of your then that's not true contentment either. You will find great joy and contentment of giving when you have so many resources, whether it be financially, emotionally, physically, when you give of yourself in any of those ways, you will find true, true joy and contentment in that as well. And I, that happened to me this past week because I had had a really just kind of emotionally depleting week. My parents' house closed. We finished Mm -hmm. moving them out of their home, the home that my kids knew Mm -hmm. as their grandparents' house. Um, there were other, you know, my kids are both in college, two of my four kids and, and just hard, not bad stuff, just hard stuff and missing them. And it was just a, and then getting ready for preparing to speak is always not emotionally sad. It's just a little draining as you're kind of pouring yourself out and listening and trying to, um, and I went through my parents' house for the last time. I just Mm -hmm. walked through it all by myself and took some pictures and just kind of reminisced about some of the good times that we'd had there. And then I had to go to lunch with somebody that was going through a really difficult time. And somebody said to me, oh my gosh, why would you schedule something like that in the middle of this? And I said, oh no, no, no. It was the best thing for me because it took the focus off of me and what Mm -hmm. I needed. And I was able then to be there and, and be there for somebody that needed needed me in that moment. And I was glad that I had the capacity to be able to do that. And it, it reminds me of financially too. If you have the capacity, then, then we should give emotionally and physically and financially, whatever it is, uh, spiritually that that's our call is to give and, and, uh, help other people that maybe don't have it right now. And we can, yeah give that to them. So I didn't realize that you, I saw the picture you posted of your parents' house, but I didn't put two and two together that we had just gone through that pretty much at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, having gone to my grandma's house on Friday, 
I can tell you we've got two weeks to empty this house out. That's where we were. There's a dumpster in the driveway. (laughs) Mm. I mean, it was, oh my goodness. It was in light of your sermon, just walking through a house, a lifetime of accumulation. Mm -hmm. And what does it all boil down to in the end? Right. Mm. A dumpster Mm -hmm. in the driveway. Mm. What does it all come down to? Mm Mm-hmm. You shared a story about, was it your great grandfather? Mm -hmm. Talk about contentment. Yeah, I know. Um, Will you share a little bit of that? Because it made me think back to like, both of my grandparents had one bathroom Mm -hmm. in their house. One bathroom. Like, what does it take for me to be content? Not one bathroom. I know. (laughs) But I only have a family of four. Like, there's just this new standard Mm -hmm. of what... It requires for us as Americans, even, I mean, not even affluent Americans, just us as Americans to be content. It didn't used to be that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My great grandfather uh, had a church in St. Louis and he never took a salary. He just took what was left over from the offering after everything else had been paid out and other staff had been paid. And I didn't mention that he had six children Mm. Um, and actually one of them passed away when she was a little girl. So you, you know, there's Mm. that. Um, and that there were times too, that he wasn't sure. I mean, there were times he always had what he needed, but there were times when what was left was not enough to feed them for a week. And, um, a couple of times I remember my grandma saying that an envelope would just show up at their house and it would like be the exact amount that they Mm -hmm. needed to get, but you know, when it wasn't enough through the offering. And again, somebody was doing them wrong too right. and taking money from the offering yeah. each week for them. And they still, I don't, and I, I look at that and I'm like, wow, that's my legacy. And I'm pretty sure I can't live up to that because <laughs> I can't imagine well, if we I was that. just like, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you touched on it and I, I want to move on from this part in a second, but you touched on people have arguments, married people have arguments most, and a lot of their arguments are about, this mm-hmm. about finances being discontent with finances and I, we know i know that the month of the year where the most divorce filings are are in is in is february and the most stressful thing in a f- marriage is often money right the most stressful time of the year for money is usually holidays right. and so that makes sense that Right. If your finances are in an unhealthy place through the holidays, your and your marriage is in an right. unhealthy place. It makes sense. February is what it is. Right. And so, I'm so proud of this church for caring about this topic mm-hmm. at this por- point of the year mm-hmm. to be like, this is important. Get ahead of it. Right. Yes. Because if this falls down, if this is a house of cards for you, mm-hmm. it, it's not good news. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so. I'm really yeah. proud of this church for for doing this. Um, can we go over the iceberg illustration really quick, just for anybody? The, the squash. Yeah. So for two weeks, there's been a, a below average drawing. Oh my word! Of an iceberg. I I think it's cute. For the life of me, I don't know why we haven't found a picture of an actual iceberg and just know. labeled I'm things. Sure but I mean, we we have graphic design yeah. like yeah. Yeah. capabilities. We can do that. Uh, we I, have like a we have like a super LED Tim. screen. Pencil drawing of a squash floating in water. Yes. Uh, can we just kind of go over what what that's trying to communicate? I know you, we've talked about it every every weekend, but 
for the for the listeners who may have missed it, let's just talk about recap what that is because I'm sure we're going to revisit it. Yes, in the coming weeks. Right. Oh, we get to see it again. Yeah. No, I bet Dave uses Dave. <laughs> let's Dave get a let's Rodriguez get a three D version of the oh, of the squash. Man. Right. <laughs> yes. Upgrade it. Yeah. Just carry in a squash. Yeah. It's like a sharpie yeah. on it. Like fruit on a backsplash. Here we are. <laughs> see, it all comes full circle. So are you going to explain it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want me to explain it? I'm sorry. Well, is, okay. Because a little yeah. kind of peek behind the curtain, one of the original names for this series when it was first being conceptualized yes. was Below the Waterline. Yeah, beneath, well, and also Beneath the Surface. What, what, lies, thought, was, what, what lies, lies beneath? beneath? And people thought it was too creepy. Yeah. Because there's a, like a thriller a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked it and I used I'm it. My, I, I said what lies beneath in the message because I, I wanted to get it in that. there because I liked that title. Um, it's just about what what's above the surface. The, the tip of the iceberg is what the practices are. Spending, saving, giving. What is below That's the what surface. everybody sees the, Yeah, but life. I would argue that people see that because I think one what? of the... I would That's argue, what you said. I, he you said... Argue- What's above the waterline right. is what people see. Spending, and you would say they don't. I, they don't really see that. I, that's what because what I said in the sermon was this is why you can this is why no one knows that you're in peril mm. when it comes to finances because nobody knows anything about your finances unless you tell them. Right. I mean, except the people that live in your home, maybe right. like my husband might know, but nobody well, else knows if we're making our no house one payment. comes and no. rummages through my bills. No, right? But nobody knows if you're. Everybody I, knows that you buy that, a new it's car. The habits. Yeah. I, to me, that's right. that's the practices, the habits, the yeah. People know if you get a new car, but they don't know if you can Ooh, afford it. Amy or not. got that Honda Odyssey. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Who knows what's going on with her heart yeah. and money? Um, and then under this, what lies beneath Ooh, yeah. the surface are where is where your heart is, like your motivations. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you are you a steward, a good steward of God's resources that he's given you? Are are you content mm. with with what he's given you? Do you believe that what he's given is sufficient? Are you wise when it comes to your spending habits? Are you seeking counsel? Are you seeking advice? Are you seeking the Bible? What it, what it has to say? And do you have faith? Do you have faith that God is is going to provide for you? So if those are the those are the pieces of your heart that um, the characteristics of your heart that that play out yeah. above the surface with your spending, giving and saving. But the things like wisdom and stewardship and faith and contentment are actually the bigger piece. Right. Much bigger. It's the bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. Cause it's, it's where your heart is. Mm-hmm. Right. You said people don't money's just one. And we all know, I think we've probably talked about it. Money's just one of those things that we don't talk about. Mm-mm. I mean, not very, I don't hear people. I mean, not in that way. Not like I've I'm got a real problem right. with money. Right. Like, is it because of shame? Like, is that ultimately the reason? We don't do it. I come from, personally, I come from a place, like most places in my career, like our salaries are public knowledge until I got here. And now it's like, don't talk about it. Right. And so why, why do you think just culturally it's not, it's not easy to talk about or like we just don't do it. We don't talk are about issues. Are you saying issues. culturally within the church? Because no, it, I'm talking it, about America, like whether you work in the church or not, like we just don't talk about like. I'm in debt. Like we just said, 189 million people are in credit card debt. It would seem like we'd we'd have some people are way more likely to talk to talk about anxiety and depression than they are to talk about being in debt or financial issues. Yeah, 189 million people. It would seem like we have a shoulder to cry on, right? Because well, but here's chances are someone else in this room has it. Amy, I think I think think that 
you're right yeah. that there is a level of shame mm-hmm. to it. One of the things that we haven't brought this up, but it's easy when you think about, oh, bankruptcy and debt and all that to think of people lower on the socioeconomic spectrum. Mm-hmm. But in fact, some of the research that we've done and some of this, even just anecdotally, some of the stories that we've been hearing about people who are at Grace, there are people who are make their family household is half a million dollars a year yeah. and they are swimming in debt. They're right. they're far beyond their For capacity. Sure. And well, you even, yeah, even look at some of the, the, uh, athletes and and movie stars and stuff that they, they right. you find out years later they they can't make right payments. and we've and we've heard and I've heard stories of people here at Grace who um, for whatever reason maybe they have a good bit of money coming in but because of past decisions the house that they live in or whatever they have such a it they're they're caught in this cycle in this spiral where to to realign their finances with what would actually be possible to get themselves out of debt would require such a significant lifestyle adjustment that I think a lot of people just aren't willing to do it. I'm not willing to give up the four bathrooms and the mm-hmm. the three cars and the whatever. Parmesan I'm, cheese. And the, the, Parmesan. the real Parmesan <laughs> cheese. Parmesan cheese, yes. You I, know, do, I think, yeah, so go ahead. Well, I just, I think that when you look at when we're unhealthy emotionally, physically, some of that, is based on things that are outside of our control. Not all of it. We can make very bad choices when it comes to our physical health and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But a lot of your money, uh, not all of it either, but a lot of it is based on what decisions you have made. Mm -hmm. So I think that brings more shame when there's, when a lot of it isn't. Now there are circumstances where it is outside of your control, but much of it is, we made this decision and now we're in a mess because of it, mm-hmm. or I made this decision or I chose this. And so, and I think a lot of people that find themselves in deep debt, that those are choices that have been made mm-hmm. and they have to admit then I've been making really bad choices for a really long time. And now here I am. And for yeah. some reason with money, that seems to be a really hard thing to, I right. don't know, maybe it's not, I, I don't know. I think of people that have, you know, really heavy addictions that they, that they maybe made some, that's hard too. I guess right. it's really, it's hard to admit that too. So but but it, we have meetings at churches to talk, talk about, about addiction yeah. issues, right. but we don't have, you know, maybe we have the random off meeting at a church somewhere, but right. generally speaking, you don't see signs in front of churches for like overspending anonymous. Right. Right. You right. don't see right. that. Yeah. Right. Shopaholics anonymous. Right. Except now we have peer-to-peer coaching right. that we're offering at Grace, which is a great step in the right, right direction. What well, I think one thing that's so interesting is the psychology of our purchases. How often do we think I deserve fill in the blank because of fill in the blank? Mm-hmm. Like I I should get that new thing because I worked really hard this week and I've just been going through a lot and this makes me feel good, so I should mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. That where does that come from? Where does that that feeling of that we deserve things mm-hmm. or we are entitled to things because of fill in the blank? Right. Like where does that even come from? I don't know why why money works that way in our in our minds so often, but it does. Well, I've been guilty. I mean, I shared. I did not share Sunday morning about my pick your plum problem. I did <laughs> share it on Saturday, so the campuses, Fishers and North Indy, heard about it. But um, 
I got stuck in a little bit of a rut. I subscribed to this really great website called Pick Your Plum. Is it great, Amy? Uh, is I it? wish it wasn't. I want to <laughs> say it's not, but don't what get is it? Clothes? It. It's is it clothes, houseware? accessories, house stuff. It's <gasps> no. everything that you kind of love. I just assumed it was like a direct to door plum delivery, like an actual well, fruit it's delivery. Well, direct to door, but um, <laughs> you pay for it. Anyway, it, they send you a, an email every day at 6 a.m. with all the deals for the day. Oh, And yikes. in the winter, when it was super cold and everybody <laughs> had left the house, and I was like, mm, I could just scroll through. Nobody's my emails watching. Today. And you're like, and, you're like, and this sofa uh, is only is three hundred dollars yeah, off. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's a deal. Look how much it's, money I'm it's saving? It's not expensive either. It's like a plaque. It's not big. It's not like big, huge, or a doormat that's super cute for winter because it's got like people throwing stuff. A plaque. Like, I mean, like a, a, something for your walls. It's not so it's small housewares. It's not, it's small housewares. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but I could sit on prices. the couch in the privacy of my own home. Yeah. And I was two clicks away from having things delivered. And as long as I made it to the mailbox before Jeff, no <laughs> one had to know. And Annie was finally like, you got a problem. Like she yeah. was like, you got to stop clicking. And she was like, get off, pick your plum. And, um, <laughs> but I had the mindset. Because what I would think to myself is, I don't need to talk to Jeff about everything. I make money. Right. I'm contributing to this household. Right. Like, he's not the only one making money. I can, I even think I said that to Annie at one point, my daughter. Sorry, Annie's my daughter. She's 16. I was like, hey, I make money. I can get a, I can get myself a little tunic or. You're a grown up boy. Exactly, girl. I can get myself um, a tunic. I can I, get, <laughs> they, have these, they call them tunics. They're big shirts. Anyway. You did wear a lot Spoil of tunics. Spoil yourself with a tunic. You, know you went through a tunic I did. phase. I yeah. love them. They're so comfortable. But anyway, so, but I had that mindset. Mm-hmm. I make money. So why can't I? I deserve right. to get you know, a $13 item. I and make money. At worst, and I'm totally calling myself out right now, but if Jed gets something that oh, I wasn't expecting, right. then, well, then I get to, right. he just bought, so then why can't yeah. I? Exa- oh yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I make deals. I'll get, let you get this if well, I Well, she's get like, that. <laughs> can I go get a, whatever, manicure? Like, how much is that? Uh, 30, 40 bucks. Can I go get a board game? Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, and again, it is all back to where, where is your heart? Like, yes. where is your heart in this? And because I, I had to say at the end, like, I'm not telling everyone you're terrible people for taking a vacation. Everybody yeah. needs a respite. Right. Everybody needs time with their family and loved ones and friends. And that's part of how we're wired. And it's part of how God wired us. He yeah. wants us to, but but where where is your heart in it? What what are you thinking about as you plan it? What are you? Be purposeful. Be intentional. Don't just think about it. it yeah. Well, it's, need to- it, the way you put it is basically, despite your circumstances, find a way to be content. Right. Like whether you go on the vacation or not, are you content? Right. It's right. not the vacation that makes you content. It's no. Right. Deeper. Yes. Right. I had to ask myself. I knew that this was. I knew this was going to be one I had to sit with. Part of it was from, you know, watching my mom kind of ending the, or nearing what could be the end of her life, watching my grandma's house get cleaned yeah. out, watching my other grandma turn 94. Mm-hmm. It was such a heavy weekend mm. of retrospection mm. for me. And at one point in the message, I asked myself, well, what's wrong with wanting to better yourself? 
we, we talk about being content with what we have. Okay, that's fine. Some of the questions you asked, like, are you satisfied with how much you make right now? Mm-hmm. Well, what if someone is not? What's, what's wrong with wanting to do better or, or get ahead? So I had to sit with these questions because sure. I knew that's not what you were saying, mm-hmm. that yeah, you shouldn't right. desire, you know, right. a promotion or right. to make more money for your family. That's not what you were saying. And I think I came to peace when I was looking in Corinthians, just like not even that long ago, um, Corinthians, first Corinthians 12, the end of that message, the end of that passage says, so you should eagerly and you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts Earn, earnestly desire the best gifts. Okay. So it's, it's okay to earnestly desire something. It's okay to want to go after something earnestly desire. In this case, he's talking about spiritual gifts. But then it closes with, but now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. Mm. Okay. The good life. Mm -hmm. Let me show you a way of life that is best of all. And the very next line is the first line of the love chapter, first Corinthians 13. And that gave me all the peace in the world that what everything has boiled down to my grandmother's 94 years, my other grandmother and emptying the house and my mother and her legacy in her life, it boils down to love. Mm -hmm. And I think that that kind of embodies motivations in the heart. Mm. If you're spending a vacation with your family, my goodness, that's yeah. It's not about how you got there. It's Mm -hmm. not even about how fancy the thing was, but by all means, just soak in that love because in the end that is that's the best way of life that's the good life and so if I require you know this feverish pace to try to better myself and you're missing and I'm missing the love Mm -hmm. yeah then there's a problem yeah 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 and I I've grown to value experience so much more over things Mm. the older I've gotten I'm like like for Christmas, we're, we're like, we're not buying stuff. We're going, we got to pick lies up in New York. So we're going to go, that's going to be our Christmas. We're going to spend two days, which is plenty and pick her up and be together. The six of us and, and no your, gifts. And your kids week. are like, that wasn't a downer at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, I think they're ready for it too. I think they're really? like, let's, let's go and it'll be fun. And mm-hmm. it's, we'll drive and it'll be an adventure just like it always is. But I'm like, that's what I want. I want to be with them. Yeah. I want to experience new places with them and do new things with them. And I don't need, I don't need something else. My I grandma turned 94. Mm-hmm. Did we bring her a bunch of no. gifts? Like, what do you get a 94 year old? You just give her your love. And had great seafood. And yeah. And yeah. my grandma, who's no longer independently living in her home, what is she left with at the end of a lifetime of accumulation? She's left with the love of the children she raised who are caring for her in this time. It It's all boiling down yeah. to love. Yeah. And uh, Marin, getting back to what you were saying about desiring more, like I want to make more money or I want whatever. Like I, I agree. I think the main issue is, is what is the motivation behind mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. ultimately if you, if we are stewards of, of what God has given us, then I think it's okay to desire, to desire more because we're desiring to be able to steward more of God's resources. Right. And I think it's actually okay to ask God for more. Yeah. Right. I think it's okay. But if it's a matter of, there's a difference more between for greed me. and stewardship. It's, right. If it's more for me so I can get more stuff, 
that's one thing. If it's more for me so that I can, I can then steward God's resources more and do more for his kingdom mm-hmm. and more for my family and more for it, you know, in a, in a way that's focused on him. I think there's a reason why Jesus said, you know, you can't serve both God yeah. and mammon. That's the Greek God for money or right. wealth. You can't serve both of those gods. You pick one and that's the one you're going to serve. And so if you're serving God, but desiring money is desiring more money is something that comes along with it as a way of desiring to, to serve him better, right. then that's, then that's perfectly okay. And he, that's also comes with the fact that he might say no, right. <laughs> he might say, no, I've got, I've got you've other got plans enough. for you. Yeah, you've you've got, got enough, and, but, and do with what you have. But if, if you start from that place of trust, then I don't, right. yeah, I don't think it's a problem. It's so interesting. Cause that scripture verse about loving God and money came on Saturday afternoon. Mm. And I was like, oh my word, I have to put that in there. And, yeah. and the whole idea that, that hit me the most probably in my prep of there is not room in your heart mm-hmm. to love both me and money. Mm. So make a choice. Yeah. Which is it going to be? Do you love me or do you love money and things more? Right. So I, and, and I do think that that's why, um, when you talked about stewarding and that's why all those four components work together. Mm. You yeah. need all four of them. You need the stewardship, right. the faith, the wisdom and the contentment. They all work together right. beneath the surface. What lies beneath right. to, to, to create be a full, the, right. the good life. Right. Right. Which, and I, this is a tangent, but it, 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 it applies. I don't I have no idea how we're doing on time, Tyler, but the, there's a, at the I stopped very, recording for a minute. Did, <laughs> <laughs> at the very, like one of the least pop, one of the least popular, 10 commandments is to honor the Sabbath. And the entire idea behind the Sabbath was a day, one day per week when you are not striving for more, Mm -hmm. but simply trusting that God will provide what you need. We're going to talk about the very first sort of few Sabbaths in the wilderness in in October. Uh, Tim will be talking about the manna from heaven Mm -hmm. where the Israelites were going to get a double portion on the sixth day. So you wouldn't go out on the seventh day. And, and that, of course they failed at, cause of course they went out on the seventh day, but and <laughs> anyway, and so, and of course they stored up more than they needed on the other days and it turned all maggoty and so rotten dumb. and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, anyway, we'll get there in October, but this, there's an idea at the very basis of sort of the way we are to structure our time, our weeks mm-hmm. that God is saying, let me cover you. I will give you what you need. Just trust me and trust me enough to actually give me an entire day of your life that you're yeah. just not going to try to Make more. Right. It's- Believe God. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Thanks, Goey. Yes, Goey. Goey. So anyway, it's it's such an interesting, yep. like, I think this, get, the, what lies beneath the what lies beneath is like an entire fundamental concept of how we are to live in the world. So it's good stuff. It is. And it's all kind of playing out together. It's interesting to yeah. know that we're talking about Sabbath mm-hmm. in October and then revisiting Sabbath again when we talk yeah. about um, technology and stuff in November, which is yeah. cool. Can I recommend another podcast? Is that allowed, Tyler? What? I, they're competitors. First, oh another YouTube word. channel. <laughs> now this. What, uh, t- what you team are you on? <laughs> no, Barry does. Oh, I just he, he spent, my he new spent one. 11 minutes talking about not knowing where to find his. That's not a competition with the podcast. It's a whole different. If you're going to consume media, it is. Tyler That's dreams of a day. That's taken away from this Tyler podcast. Tyler dreams of a day where this listening to Between Sundays is someone's entire media yeah. digest. I like, want to start my own podcast. So look now at this I eyes light up. I'm going to learn how to do if it. If you want another insight on this whole topic, the Bible Project. 
they have a podcast where they kind of discuss future videos and go into some of the background and stuff. And they just recently did an entire, I think two or three podcast series on the idea of contentment and stewardship and Jesus. They have a really, I think they're like stalking our sermon series page. I, no, because I think we're stalking them. I, you I, have mentioned them so many times. I do, but it's always after we've <laughs> come up with the series, we've come up with the concepts, then they release a podcast about similar topics. I'm yeah, like, this yeah. is weird. So when are we going to have them on us. for goodness we, sake? I don't know. We need to get them on. So here's the deal. I would say, I would recommend the last few. It was a really interesting conversation all about the same topic. So if you want to dive deeper. Cool. That's all. I do have one encouragement that I, somebody sent me. Um, after the, after this weekend that I was, I was like, yeah, that's, that's very cool. Of course it's going to take me for well, here. We are again. I know. Just I, edit it out. Just, just Mustache. do some editing. 13 minutes of this pod is Amy scrolling. <laughs> just said, um, your, now you can't read your it. Mess, your message this week resonated with me. And as a result, I'm going to adjust my life needs and wants. Thank you. Through you, God has spoken to me clearly. And I thought Tim Ayers that <laughs> sincerely, but that I was like, that's enough. Like yeah. that right yeah. there is yeah. enough yeah. for all the prep and all the work that one person is really reevaluating mm. their entire way they view their finances and their heart about it and their wants and their needs. And I was like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That made yeah. me encouraged Yeah, that people are listening. They're listening to, to us. Uh, we've said it in every service and I'll say it again um, here that, you know, this is the kind of the most practical we're getting with this topic ever. We're offering three yeah. different practical ways you can address whether you feel like you need help or you feel like you can help others. Right. And <clears throat> the first one of those is through this peer to peer coaching we're doing. Uh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you have signed up to be a coach, Big ups, man. That, that yeah. is. That means we, thank you. Thank you. Because, yeah, <laughs> we went from starting this program with like seven or eight coaches and we're like, ooh, this could be a problem. Right. <laughs> this could be a so, problem. There's a lot of people with issues out there. We're and just more through than- like communicating about stewardship and that we care about this, like 30 people have stood up and said, I want to help other people yeah, that's through this particular thing. And I, I, I don't know who those people are, but if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, we've, but that kicks off tonight. Um, the peer to peer coaching, I think you could still sign up for that. At it'll, a website. Be an, it'll be an ongoing thing. It's yeah. not just for this series. It's just, it's a new sort of ministry expression at grace that we're going to continue yeah. offering. So if you want to, um, sign up for that, if you are a person so now who there is a church, there is a church that has, has yeah. help for her finances. What? Grace Church in We were in talking earlier, uh, Aaron was saying you don't have, you have, al- you know, Alcoholics Anonymous or, oh, you yeah. know, support groups for all sorts of things, but not necessarily for Yeah, I'm trying to wrap financial. this up. I'm but, sorry. You know. <laughs> uh, so we're doing the peer-to-peer coaching thing. So if you're somebody who needs or wants to talk to somebody who maybe has some knowledge of how to how to wade through the, the murky waters of finances, you can do that on our website. Um, it's gracechurch.us slash the good life. Um, I said bad. I said backslash this week. You trust sure me, I noticed. Did. Trust me, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh. wait for the technology series. I'm so. Uh, <laughs> um, and the other, the other two, we've got a seminar coming up 
uh, in just a couple weeks, that's basically financial planning. So if you're somebody who is like, man, we really ought to have a will. Well, actually, you you ought to have a will. I'm telling you, you ought to yes. have a will. Um, <laughs> yes. If you and those things cost money, there's port, are important documents that we all should have, and if those things cost money. But if you come to the seminar, we have partnered with a ministry that will set you up for free to get a will to do other estate planning type that is type so things. Awesome. Yeah. So helpful. Yeah. Very, really. I'm pumped about that. And then the final opportunity is if you are somebody who. Uh, you're looking to, you are a generous person and you want to spread your generosity further, whether it's to Grace Church or other organizations, there's a, another seminar coming up that will help you understand how to do that through different accounts or different, um, a portfolio of not get cash giving to help set you up to be more generous, uh, in your, in your life. So I, I love that we're doing this. We've only got two weeks left. Barry, what's the next Topic so that we're I, doing. there's a little I'm a little uncertain because I, one. I think it's faith. Well, because it's Dad said he might be switching around which topic he's going to do which in the next two weeks. But the next two weeks will cover faith and wisdom. So cool. those are the next two topics. So all right, yep, it's good stuff. Great, Amy. Thanks for being here. It was fun. Hopefully, I, we'll bring you back in before the show so we can talk more yeah, details we'll about see. You what's don't going seem on. To invite me back very often, so. Whatever. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Marion, will you please send us out? I will. Do justly love mercy and walk humbly with your God. And we'll see you on the other side of Sunday.